Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hello, friends, and welcome back. Appreciate you joining us. Got my mug today. It's my, um, well, our school year got off to a great start here at Faith Baptist. Have, uh, I think, 570 in our kindergarten, actually K-3 through 12th grade, and had a really long waiting list to hate that. I hate that we don't have enough space to accommodate everybody, but uh, pray about that if you would. But I do have my coffee mug today in honor of our teachers it is a progress over perfection coffee mug, but you see the, the handle is a pencil, so that's kind of cool. And we've got a great staff here at Faith Baptist. I mean, just teachers that love the Lord, love our, love our kids, are excellent in their areas of expertise and, and education. And I'll tell you, the unsung heroes in full-time Christian service are Christian school teachers. So if you are one, or if you know one, uh, thank the Lord uh, for that. Revelation chapter 12 today in your, uh, in your copy of the Word of God, we're talking about the devil being expelled from heaven and the inauguration of a period called the Great Tribulation, which is the last three and a half years, sometimes called uh, a time, times, and a half a time. We talked about that uh, last episode. Uh, sometimes it refers to the exact number of days. We talked about that a couple episodes ago, sometimes three and a half years. So whatever the designation is, it's all the same, whether it's in days, months, uh, symbols. Uh, this refers to the last half of Daniel's 70th week or the second part of that seven-year period that we call the tribulation. So Revelation chapter 12, and uh, we ended yesterday with... The people of Israel running. Uh, the temple has been desecrated. The devil is hunting them down. They are fleeing. Remember, Jesus predicted this and told them, you better flee for the mountains. The Bible prophets pr predicted this. Zechariah and Daniel and Isaiah and others. And the, the language of the word of God is, is the language that God used of the people being delivered from Exodus, uh, rather from, from Egypt in Exodus, uh, born on eagle's wings. So God is, again, helping his people and uh, protecting his people. Uh, and and look, look at what it says here in verse number uh, 15. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. So we know that Exodus, Exodus I'm, I'm on an Exodus, it's in my mind now, Revelation, we know that Revelation chapter 12 is a chapter full of symbolism. So when the Bible says that water is coming out of the mouth of the serpent like a flood, you know, what is that? It, does that mean you know the collected resources of Satan at his disposal to try to overwhelm the people of God? Uh, could that refer to an army? Could that refer to a plague? Could that refer to, I suppose, it could actually mean a physical flood of water that is used to 
to chase down God's people. Uh, maybe some kind of a of an earthquake or some kind of a tsunami. We we don't know exactly. All we do know specifically is that the devil is going to use what is at his disposal and what's under his power to try to destroy God's people. And were it not for the protection of God, the supernatural protection of God, then they would be destroyed. So watch how that protection comes into play in verse number 16. And the earth helped the woman. Now, not the earth in the sense of, you know, Mother Nature is so kind to us and thank you, planet Earth. My uh, wife and I like to watch that that uh, series called Alone. Have you seen that where they put these people in uh, a remote place and the last one to survive off the land uh, is the one that receives the prize? And it just follows the story of these people who alone are out there trying to catch their own fish and build their own shelter and, and all of that. And the thing that kind of bugs me about the show is that as these people are surviving, they're saying things like, oh, thank you, planet Earth. Thank you, land, for being good to me. Uh, I was good to you. You were good to me. They're thanking the animals that they kill. I mean, it's just crazy to me. The The point of, of Revelation chapter 12 and verse a number um, 16 is not that the Earth is helping like the Earth is a as a personage, it's 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 personification. It's that God is using physical features to help the nation of Israel. So the Bible says the earth helped the woman. The earth opened her mouth. So what would that be? That would be like an earthquake, wouldn't it? Uh, and uh, the earth opened her mouth. And then the Bible says, and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. So could it be? that what's happening in Revelation chapter 12 is that the devil has brought some kind of a, a tsunami-like flood or a rush of water to drown and kill God's people, and God has miraculously sent an earthquake that that swallows up that flood. That could be. That, that's, the very, that's a very literal reading of this passage. Or it could be that these are both just symbols of the fact that the devil is trying to destroy and God, through miraculous means, uses the natural features of this world to somehow help and protect God's people. What, whatever your take is on it, the principle remains the same. The devil is a liar. He's a thief. He's a destroyer. He targets God's people, those whom God loves, and God is the one that protects um, and for every blow of Satan, every punch of the devil, there is a counterpunch by the Lord. And we're seeing that uh, bear out here in Revelation chapter 12. Now, look, if you would, at verse number 17, the last verse of the chapter, uh, where the Bible says, And the dragon was wroth, so mad, angry, incensed. And the dragon was wroth with the woman. So there, there's a motivation. So the, the devil hates God's people. And, and let me, can I just take a quick aside on this? That, you know, we don't live in this dispensation. We're not there on planet Earth during the, this season. And thank the Lord that we're not. 
But the devil is just as real today as he will be in the future. And his plan to upend the people of God is just as real today as it will be in the future. And the devil has no desire. To me, to to listen to the voice of the devil in temptation, to go the way of this world, which is the, 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 the devil's playground, you know, how unwise are Christians to assume that there is benefit in going the devil's way? How unwise it is for believers to assume that there's benefit in following, uh, biting the, 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 the lure of, the bait of the devil's temptation. No, the Bible makes it very, very clear. He comes to seek and to kill and to destroy. And like every carnivore on the Serengeti, a lion is not there to help. He's there to hurt. He's there to consume. And we need to learn to see the true nature of the devil. And why that's difficult sometimes is because the devil is a deceiver. Uh, from day one, the serpent in the will and serpent in the in the garden, a deceiver. He sounds good. He looks good. Uh, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed, the Bible says, into an angel of light. There's the dupe. There's the deception of it. And we need to learn to recognize his devices. Isn't that what the Apostle Paul said to the Corinthians? He said, we are not ignorant of his devices. We know how he works. We know what he does. That's why it's absolutely imperative that we be people of the book, people of the word of God. Why? Because it's the word of God that provides the means by which we can resist the devil and he will flee from us. Remember the pattern that the Lord Jesus gave us in Matthew chapter 4 and in Luke chapter 4 when he was tempted of the devil? He's the son of God. But he did not take advantage of his divine prerogatives in saying no to the devil, in fighting the devil. Uh, obviously, as God the Son, he had supreme power over the devil. But as our example, what did he do? He resisted the devil through the word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone. It is written. It is written. It is written three times, three temptations. The Lord showed us the pattern that the way by which we resist the devil is by wielding the word of God, not just in a robotic, memorized, mechanical sense, but that the word of God means something to us. We've taken it in, in understanding. It becomes the way by which we live and by which we protect and by, by which we nourish ourselves. So I know this is a little bit of a rabbit trail, but hey, very practically, we need God. We need God's word because the devil has no good intention for you, for your family, for your children. So don't believe his lies. As glitzy as they might appear, as inviting as they may seem, he's the same old serpent that he's been for 6,000 years. So with that rabbit trail done, look at verse number uh, 17 again. And the dragon was wroth with the woman, remember the woman is Israel, and went to make war. Now don't miss this, verse 17, last verse of the chapter, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, 
but specifically now, the seed which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now, that's very specific. So when the devil is upended in his attempt to destroy the, the nation, the nation that has gathered again in her homeland, we've seen that, that already, that Israel has get, been gathered again. 1948, she became a nation again. And so the, the, the Israel has regathered to that nation where well, the devil wants to go destroy them. And when he's cast down from heaven, that's right where he's going. That's his GPS destination. But remember, the Bible says they're going to flee into the mountains and they're going to be born on eagle's wings. God's going to supernaturally protect them and all that the devil throws at them, like this flood, uh, they'll still be protected. Well, then the Bible says the devil will reorient his focus upon specifically Jews that have that are following God and have embraced the testimony of Jesus Christ. So, will all Israel receive Christ during the tribulation? Of course not. Okay, but remember there's 144,000 that will be sealed, protected by God, and many others who will embrace faith in Jesus Christ because of the preaching ministry of these 144,000. So who is the devil after at this point? He's after all of these who have put faith and trust in Jesus Christ. He is targeting believers, specifically Jewish believers at this time. He has a special antipathy, uh, a, a special hatred for those that would identify with God that would identify with the word of God, the commandments, and specifically who would give testimony to putting their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. The devil hates Jesus, hates him. Remember what Jesus said to his own disciples? I was there. I saw the devil as lightning being cast down from, from, from heaven. So this is personal, isn't it? This is highly personal, and it ought to be personal to us that we show our fidelity to, we demonstrate our faith in Jesus day by day. Remember what was said about the, the, the people of God a couple episodes ago? They loved not their lives unto the death. I mean, they loved Jesus more than they loved life itself. And if it meant a martyr's death, so be it. I stand with Jesus. Well, the devil's after that kind of testimony. And he's after you. He's after me. Uh, let's make sure that we shore up our faith and our commitment to God's word. I know that God will help you to do that. That's part of what we're doing today as we read and study God's word together. Well, I hope that helps. We're going to jump into a brand new chapter uh, next episode. I hope you'll be here for that. And so until then, God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.